<laughs> How everybody's doing? What's up? What is up? Happy Resurrection Sunday. It's Monday now, so it passed. So uh, it's 3.55 a.m. Monday morning uh, of April 5th, 2021. So Resurrection Sunday, Good, Good Friday, God's Resurrection. We just celebrated it. So how you doing? Uh, yeah, today I have a video that's been on my mind and in my spirit for a while now. I just haven't done it yet. And uh, yeah, man, it's, I've just been really stressed lately. How have you been feeling? And, I, and I'm doing this video for people who actually grind. You know, this video is for people who actually know the purpose and they're working and fine tuning and just honing in their craft. And not only that, this video is for people, the video I'm about to do right now is for people who are tired and they're exhausted and they keep on toiling and working and trying to be faithful to the call that God's given them. This video is for you. Like, are, are you feeling exhausted? Do you feel like you don't see the point in what you're doing? Are you not getting the, re the results and the numbers and and just getting the feedback or just anything that you need <laughs> with what you're doing right now. And you just want to quit. You just want to give up. This video is for you. Because I feel you, man. I feel the exact same way as you do. So with my social media pages, guys, and with everything I do, I work really hard on my craft. And I work really hard, hard on the call and the mission and all the ministries that God has bestowed on me. and. Sometimes I feel like I don't get the feedback. I don't get the interaction. I don't get the subscribers. I don't get the likes. I don't get the, I don't get what I should be getting with the work that I be putting in. You you see what I'm saying? That's how I feel sometimes. And like about two weeks ago, I took, I wouldn't say I took a break from social media because that killed the ad. When, when you're working with the algorithm on social media, if you even stop posting one day, it kills the algorithm for you. So uh, you got to start over, basically. When you, if you're if you if you're working in tune and in line with the algorithm and it's working for you, you don't stop posting. That's the worst idea you could ever do. But anyways, yeah, I, I kind of took a break, but not really. I posted once a day instead of three times a day, and. Because I wasn't getting the likes that I used to get. I used to get a thousand likes every single post. I used to just, I used to get a lot of inter more interaction than what I get now. I also had a lot more followers. But because I post stuff about justice, and I just post things that were considered political, even though the Bible tells you to speak out against injustice, to call out evil, speak out against it, against it expose it. But you know, it's whatever. So when you stand up for what's right, you lose followers, you lose friends, you lose likes, blah, blah, blah. You guys get it. So, yeah, i just been stressed out with the numbers. And that's the problem. That's the problem. I don't know what you're going through right now, but what did God call you to? And are you frustrated with the results? Are you frustrated with your kids? Are you frustrated with your job that God has bestowed upon you? That job that you've been craving and desiring and you got and God blessed you with it. Like, <laughs> yeah. 
are you regretting having it now? Like, you know, you're not getting the results that you want and stuff like that. So, yeah, man, like, I feel you, man. I feel the exact same way. Sometimes I don't even know why I do what I do. I don't even, I don't even see the point in it. That's the whole reason. I don't see the point. I don't see why I should keep on posting. I don't see why I should keep on preaching the gospel, really, because, like, with YouTube, too. Like, you know, with YouTube, I... I'm starting to, I edit, I do everything on my social media pages, guys. I edit my own videos. I make my own content. I post my own content. And that goes in line with having to work a nine to five, leading Bible studies. <laughs> like, I keep on going, man, trying to balance everything out with my family and with my girlfriend, who's going to be my future wife. Like, it's a lot, guys. It is a lot. Sometimes I don't see the point in what I'm doing. And that's the whole point, guys. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, what are you focusing on? What is your focus at? What, why are you doing what you do? Because your why will keep you doing what you do if it's the right why. But if it's the wrong why and you're focused on the wrong thing, you're not going to be able that, what you're trying to do ain't going to be sustainable. And that's why so many people, when it comes to just when it comes to like doing what they're called to do. This is why so many people quit doing that. What God called you to do and, and doing the things that you know you should do. This is why people quit because they focus in on the wrong things. So I just want to throw that out there before I start anything. But I'm about to share my screen uh, on, uh, on my other social media pages real quick. So I'm sharing my screen. Uh, so, yeah, you, if you're looking on my Facebook. So first of all, here goes my other social media pages. I'm streaming from YouTube. Upload past crossroads. So, uh, and then also that's my podcast. Upload past crossroads. I'm on every social media platform. I'm on Facebook and LinkedIn. I'm streaming on both of them. I, th I think. I don't know if I'm, it says I'm streaming on LinkedIn, but I don't even know. I never see the video. I don't know. But <laughs> I'm streaming on my Twitter and my Instagram account. Trouble don't last. And then, so yeah, hello guys, right there. And now I'm streaming on uh, my other Instagram page, my underscore daily underscore Bible. Yeah, so these are my social media pages, man. So follow me on them. My Snapchat also trouble don't last. But yeah, I saw a quote that really conveys and really just depicts what I'm trying to convey to you guys right now. Like, so the quote is this: "This uh, imagine what the world would look like if we didn't if we didn't give up on the assignment God has give, given us." All right, so I'm gonna repeat it: Imagine what the world would look like if we didn't give up on the assignment God has given us. So many times in this life, we just give up when the going gets tough. We give up before, before we even do anything. And like what's so powerful is people look at life as if it's, if it's a sprint. They look at like their purpose and their calling and just the things that they're passionate about as if it's supposed to work out overnight. And you won't go through anything. They think just because, like, you know, God called me to do this. I should do this. Like, you won't struggle. You won't have any problems. And as soon as push comes to shove and something bad happens and you face something, then you just, you fizzle out. You just, you just quit. You give up. And that just shows, like, what you're really passionate about. It shows, you know, it shows, though. If you really want it, and if that's really what God called you to do, because if it was, you would keep on fighting through it. 
and I'm doing this video because like my uh, older brother and my dad had like I was, I was gonna ask you guys like who are the most in your life? I'm gonna do a lot of videos on that on my YouTube channel. I kind of have, but who are the most negative people in your life? Like those are my, my two most negative people in my life, and like they tell me all the time, man. Like they don't see the point in what I'm doing, but now they're starting to see just because my numbers and stuff like that. But that doesn't matter, like. It goes back to what I asked you guys. What's your why? What is your why? And like, yeah, for me, like I want to read that quote again for you guys. Imagine what the world would look like if we didn't give up on the assignment God has given us. So what's your assignment, man? What did God call you to do? And imagine if you never gave up and you just kept on doing it and you were faithful to Whatever he, you know, called you to do. This world will be a real beautiful place. Because that's the thing, man. So many people are so selfish, man. They're living like they're going to live twice. They live like they're going to live forever. And for me, I, I don't, I know my time is limited here. And I don't want to waste my life. Man, like, there's so much that each and every single one of us have in us. There's so much that God wants to say with each and every single one of our lives. And when you don't give the world what God is telling you to give the world, it really affects the world. It really hurts the world. It really, it really man, affects lives in a negative way. And like, man, like, why you why you keep on living like you you're gonna live twice? You got one life, one life to live that God has called you to. And you're gonna give up on that assignment, that calling, that mission, that path that God has set before you. You're really gonna do that? You can't afford to do that, man. And uh one of the reason why I'm doing this video that I was really motivated to doing it is because of this post I just made. So this is my uh, one of my Instagram pages, Trouble Don't Last. It's actually my main one. Another one is my underscore daily underscore Bible. But I just posted this picture, you know, it being uh, it was resurrection weekend, you know, happy Easter and everything like that. But uh, this picture said, you know, if he didn't give up, I wouldn't either. But I'm gonna change the words. You know, if Jesus didn't give up, I shouldn't either. You know what I mean? Like Jesus took on the cross, man. And I'm gonna I'm gonna really break this down for you guys right now. Like, cause you know, I, I can't just talk to you guys and not talk about the Bible. I'm sorry. Like, I'm a motivational speaker. I'm very motivational. Everybody always tell me I'm inspirational, motivational when I talk. Like I just come off like that naturally. If you think that's a false prophet to you, I feel sorry for you. Because God is motivational to me. His word motivates me. It pushes me. He does that to me naturally. So I got to do that to other people when I talk. So I'm sorry if you don't believe in God or anything. But I do. So, you know, kudos to you. Believe what you want to do. Do you, boo-boo. But if you're a child of God and you're like me, here goes the word of God for you. You ready for this, man? Like, do you feel like giving up? Do you feel like quitting whatever you're doing right now? Do you feel like quitting your job? Do you feel like giving up? You don't see the point in it right now? 
You don't see the value in what you're doing. And if you're tolling, this lesson is for people who are tolling and struggling in what they're doing right now. They don't have they don't have the energy to go on anymore. This is for you. Do you feel like me? Because this is how I feel like. And I work so hard and I don't see the results yet. Yet, guys. But I know I will if I don't give up and I keep on going. So, man, here we go, man. Here we go. I'm about to share my screen, man. Let's let's go to it, man. Like, I told you, this is the quote I was doing. Imagine what the world would look like if we didn't give up on the assignment God has given us. First question I'm going to ask you guys, could you imagine if Jesus would have gave up what life would look like for a Christian, for a believer, for us right now, if Jesus would have gave up? You want to know? Jesus would have never gave up. He didn't have struggle. He was human just like us. He was human and God. It literally says that in the Bible. Look it up. But let's talk about this. I did a lesson on the Garner Gethsemane. This is one of my favorite chapters in the Bible and passages in the Bible. The Garner Gethsemane. Man, and this is what it, I'm just going to read it. I'm going to start off reading. It's, uh, where am I at? Matthew 26, 36 through 56. The Garner me. Jesus in Gethsemane. You ready for this? So Gethsemane is just the olive press, pressing of olives. That's very significant. Look up the pressing of olives. That's not this lesson. I'm not doing that. But here it goes. Verse 36, Matthew 26. You ready? Then Jesus went with them uh, to a place called Gethsemane. And he said to his disciples, sit here while I go over there and pray. And talking with him, Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, he began to be sorrowful. And trouble. Do you guys get that? Jesus began to be sorrowful and troubled. God called Jesus to do something here. He called Jesus to go somewhere here. And his time has come here in this passage right now. He brought with him James, Peter, and John. I mean, <laughs> yeah, James, Peter. What am I saying? Yeah, James, Peter, and John. Yeah, James and John are brothers, sons of Zebedee, right? And then Peter, right? So all three of them are with Jesus. And one thing I like about the garden, I'm going to wait to get to it. Just let me wait. <laughs> so Jesus is in a sorrowful time and he's troubled. Are you feeling sorrowful and troubled right now? And then Jesus said to them, my soul is very sorrowful, even the death. Remain here and watch with me. And going a little further, he fell on his face and prayed, saying, my father, if it is possible, if it is possible, God, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. So this is kind of like a resurrection day sermon or whatever. Even though it's Monday, because every day is resurrection Sunday. And every day Jesus is alive and came from, you know, and conquered the grave and he overcame death. And we are we will too. So in this past, let's go ahead and get to this lesson today, man. Like Jesus, do you know he understands how you feel right now? He felt sorrowful and troubled. Why? Because he was trying to get out of being crucified. In this time period, with the uh, at this time in this passage, this is when uh, this is talking about when Jesus was about to face crucifixion. This is talking about when Jesus was a when they were about to take Jesus' life, and Jesus was about to suffer more than any other human being ever, right? And he felt the burden of this call that God has given him. So much to the point that he started bleeding blood, uh, blood, a uh, sweat, right? So, man, can you imagine that, man? Like, you know, I want to I look at my camera real quick. Let me stop sharing my screen so you guys see my face on YouTube and Facebook. 
can you imagine just being called by God to die, first of all, being called by God to suffer, another thing, and being called by God to die in a horrific way, probably the most horrific way in history, and then you know it. Can you imagine that kind of life, man? And then it comes time where you're about to play the piper. It's probably five minutes before you they're about to take you. How will you feel in that instance? And you know they're coming for you, and they're almost here. That was Jesus, man. The Son of God knew everything. And he said, man, if it's possible, God, let this pass, let this cup pass from me. And you guys are probably like me right now. I don't understand the call that God has given me. I'm called to preach the word. I know I'm called to be a pastor. But I'm not a pastor officially. Did you know that? I'm not a pastor. Not right now. I don't have my ministerial license. So I'm like, man, when, God, when? I've been knowing I was supposed to preach since I was 17 years old. I'm 26 now. I forget how old I am because I don't like to pay attention to my age. I get discouraged about my age because I haven't done all the things that I have set out to do at a certain age. You know what I mean? Like when I was a kid, I used to think I would be in a different place than what I am right now at 26. You know what I'm saying? You guys, you guys know what I'm saying, man. So like, yeah, man, I get just get discouraged about my age and I'm not at a, I'm not at the level of where I want to be. And this is the whole point of what I'm doing today. Just like Jesus, man, my soul is very sorrowful. But is that a reason to quit, man? Is that a reason to give up and just stop and just not do it? To just put the wave the white flag and not give anybody anything? Because this life is bigger than just you. There's more to life than just what you want and how you feel and what you think's right about life and how you think life should be. Life's all about serving others. Life's all about making this world a better place. Life's all about, for a Christian, for a believer, it's all about making heaven here on earth, bringing God's kingdom to the world and showing who God is and showing his love to everybody you interact with, even your enemies, even the people that are really dumb and have no common sense at all and can't be reasoned with and shouldn't be loved at all, you're supposed to love them. Why? Because God did that for you. Jesus, man, I'm not even done, guys. I'm not even done. Let's keep on talking about Jesus because we're supposed to be imitators of Christ, right? Hebrews uh, 12, yeah, imitators of Christ. Ephesians 5.1. I always tell people that. Ephesians 5.1. Man, it said, Paul said, be imitators of Christ, man. So, man, like, this is why you should be imitator of Christ, man. Christ sets the tone of how we should be. And here it goes. In Hebrews 12, man, this verse is home for me, man. It says, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great great cloud of, of witnesses, all the saints of all time, Moses, Aaron, David, Peter, Billy Graham, Keep on going, man. All these guys, a great cloud of witnesses. So many believers throughout the history. So many people we're going to be able to meet in paradise, in heaven, when it's all said and done. It's a great cloud of witnesses. A great cloud of people who've been serving the Lord. So since we're surrounded by that, let us throw off everything that hinders us in the sin that so easily entangles us. 
Guys, you're feeling sorrowful, man. You feel like giving up, man. But put it aside. Get rid of it, man. That doubt, that 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 uh insecurity that you have that you don't see the point in why you do what you do. Like a good example, like you're married to somebody, they're driving you crazy right now, probably. And you don't even know why you married them. Your kid, man, your kid is awful. Drives you crazy. Just do stupid stuff. And you just don't want to love them no more. But God loved you at your worst. And for me, man, you know, man, you know how much, man, I do videos like this. And you know who got to edit it? Me. And when I, I talk a long time, guys, I got a lot to say. I talk for hours. I can't about anything. I take a verse and literally talk for hours about it. And like, an hour video, if I have to edit an hour video, it takes me 18 hours. And I hate editing, guys. I hate editing. I just wish I could post more videos of me talking on my YouTube channel and on my um, Instagram page and Twitter page. But, like, I don't have an editor. I got to work. You know? It's just so much I got to do. And I know you guys probably got a lot to do, too. You got a lot of responsibilities. And you just feel overwhelmed and literally just passes man in hebrews 12 man ooh. it says let us throw off everything that hinders this is hindering you man throw it off your shoulder give it to god man cast your burden unto the lord and he will sustain you man what is that verse man let's look it up because guys it's so powerful man um 55 22 i want to say that that last part is man i'm sorry for crying but guys i know you guys feel my passion man so cast your burden unto the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. Guys, man, you're feeling overwhelmed, man. God cares for you, man. You feel like giving up. Even Jesus had to depend on the Lord. Even Jesus had to depend on God. When he was in human form, he showed us the way, man. When he was in the garden of Gethsemane, man, did you guys see that? He went to the Father and prayed. So, man, when you're feeling overwhelmed, you feel like giving up. You don't see the reason why you're doing what you're doing, what God called you to do. This is a time where you just pray. Just give give it to God, and he'll give you the strength that you need to keep on going. He'll give you the oil that you need to keep that fire burning inside of you. He'll give you the oil that you need to sustain you to keep you going. Because, guys, the way oil works is when oil, you know, with a candlestick, there's oil on it. Oil on the wick with, that you put the fire on, and there's oil all around the candle. And the oil keeps the fire burning, guys. They did this in ancient time periods. This is the key to keep a fire burning, either wood or oil, right? <laughs> God is our oil, bro. He gives you the oil that you need to keep the fire burning inside of you. His fire. So the fire is your passion of why you do what you do. Why, what's the point in this? So, guys, I don't know what that is for you. I can't speak for all of you guys. I just know for me, I sometimes I feel like giving up, but I have that fire. And I've had it since Saturday, September 4, 2010. So, since the day I got saved. So, since I was 17, guys. And it hasn't went away. Because there's so much to share. There's so much to learn in the Lord. 
There's so many places that God wants you to go. And guys, like, I want to ask you guys a question. Like, how far do you want to go with God? What do you want out of your relationship with God? How much do you want to experience of him? And this is the time you do it right now. Like, when you're feeling discouraged, you feel like quitting, you feel like giving up. When you're at your weakest, this is the time where faith kicks in. This is the time where you should be having the most fun with God. And it's at your weakest points. So at your weakest points, man, that's when you should be hearing from God the most. And that's the problem, guys. It takes everybody hard times and trials. It takes everybody being broken down and being put, forced on their knees in situations just to depend on God when God wants you all the time. So that's why life ain't always good and hunker door. That's why it's not easy to be faithful to the call that God is giving you because God wants you to lean on him and depend on him. Even Jesus had to do it in a garden of Gethsemane, guys. I want to break that scripture down because I'm not even done with that. But man, let's go. Let's go back to uh, Hebrews 12, guys, because I didn't even finish it. Man, let's one of my these are some of my favorite chapters in the Bible, by the way. But uh, in Hebrews 12, I'm sharing my screen again on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Um, so yeah, here it is. So where was I? I'm still on verse one. <laughs> Let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles us. So this stuff easily tangles up, guys. It could trip us up. It could get us to sh shut down and not even lean on God anymore, just to get off, get off the racetrack and stop running. But God didn't call you to do that. God called you to persevere and stay in the race. This race ain't for the swifter, but it's for the strong. It's for those who can endure to until the end. To the, that's another scripture verse. Man, what is that verse, man? To those who can endure to the end. Those who can endure to the end. See, this is all you got to do is just Google those scripture verses. You'll find it. Yeah, Matthew 24, 13. It says, but the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. But the one who perseveres to the end will be saved. I'm going to wait for that one. But yeah, guys, like this, this going to tie in together. Just wait. So Hebrews 12, let's go back. And we're in verse two now. Well, we're still on verse one. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. So God has marked out a race for each and every single one of us. And I did track, guys. And one of the events, the only event I was good at is, is the high jump. The high jump was the only event I was good at. I sucked at every other event. And what's funny is when I did the long jump, man, I, you know, I jumped so high up in the air, the whole crowd would be like, ooh, ooh, look how high he is. But then when I land, it looks so ugly. Everybody goes, ooh. And that's what I'm trying to say. Only you can do what God called you to do. Only you can do what God has called you to do. So you not doing what God has called you to do is costing other people not to get what God wants to get from you. You guys get that? This is why it's so important not to quit. This is why it's so vital not to give up. Because people are counting on you. I did a YouTube video on that. I'm going to make sure I add a card to it on my YouTube channel. I don't know which side is. You guys go. It's on the right side of the video, but I don't know which one to put it at, buddy. Right here. But, yeah, you guys go what I'm saying. But, anyways, man, like, in track, man, there's so many races. The 4 by one 4 by 2 uh, 400 meters, the Hecathlon or whatever it's called. <laughs> I've barely seen that. Um, 
800 meters, like all these events, right? And then you're not going to be great at all these events. Some people are great at a lot of the events, but, but nobody is that great at all the events. So the whole point of track is you can't do everything, guys. You can't run every race. God didn't call you to do everything. God didn't call you to run every race. God has suited you and me for a certain race. And nobody can run the race like us to the race that God has called us, man. So just like that verse said in Hebrews 12, 2, 12, 1, and let us run with perseverance the race marked for us, man. So, guys, you may want to quit. You may want to give up. And it was like that in track for me. I hated running. I hate running, guys. And God called me to do track. I don't run track no more. Hallelujah. But in college, God called me to run track. He wasn't done with me. He wanted me to learn some things. He wanted me to be in relationship and fellowship with him. And this is the whole point of why you feel like giving up. This is the whole point of why you you don't think you can go on anymore, man. Because God has called you to run a race with perseverance. The only perseverance the way you can have perseverance in this life and have endurance is to depend on God. For him to for, to lean on him to give you him to, to give you what you need for the race he marked out for you and me. And all of our race are different. So what I get from my race ain't the same as what you would get. Because even in a school setting, not all of us can be uh, not all of us learn the same way. Not all of us comprehend information the same way. We're all different. And God knows that. So in saying that, guys, like, yeah, man. God has set out a race for all of us. And the only way you can run it is with him. And this is what the rest of Hebrews 12 is going to do. So I'm about to break this down, guys. If you feel like giving up, you feel like quit. Somebody just asked what the subject is, but this is the subject. If you feel like giving up, you feel like quitting whatever you're doing that God's called you to do. If you don't see the value in doing what and continue to do what God has called you to do. And if you just forsaken it. This is this lesson. Like this is what I'm doing for this lesson. Like I'm talking about that that issue because I feel like that. But I can't give up. Why? Because Hebrews 12, verse one, literally said, "God has marked out this race for you to do." So I got to run it. You got to run it. You can't give up. And there's been, like I was saying, there's so many times in track where I wanted to give up. I wanted to stop running. I just wanted to get off the track. <laughs> I just wanted to sh- go home, shut down, just do what I want to do. But God called me to run a race, man. Have you guys got like that before? Have you ran so much where it hurts? You know, have you ran so much where you can't go anymore? You, every limb in your muscles and your body is just just exhausted, like and tensed up and like it hurts to walk. It hurts. You know what I mean? You're in pain. But you have to keep on going. You have to keep on running. That's the way life is, man. That's the way it gets. You feel like you can't go on anymore. But you do. But you do. And you can. And the only way you can do that is with God. So, man, that's this video, guys. Like, you can continue to go. You can, you got what it takes to keep on going. But you can't do it without God. I know I can't. I need God. So and maybe like, let me just finish that verse, man, because so much with that verse, right? Like, all right, so I'm going to read the verse again. 
All right, Hebrews 12. Let me just finish it. So therefore, since uh, I'm starting back at verse one, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles us and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. For the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, scorning the shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that we will not grow weary and lose heart. Guys, y'all guys hear that, man? I pray everything I said just helped bring out that scripture verse to a whole different level for you. What are you focusing on? Are you focusing on Jesus? Are you focusing on pleasing the Lord? Are you focusing on the kingdom and just making sure God gets the glory with your life and what he called you to do? Or are you worried about the numbers? Are you worried about the likes? Are you worried about the subscribers? Are you worried about getting the glory for yourself? Are you worried about getting your name and your and getting the recognition that you want? Now y'all see my dilemma, man. Whenever you get tired and weary, whenever you feel like you can't go anymore, but let me. Let me really break that down for you guys. When you feel like quitting and you stop doing what God called you to do, it's because you didn't have your focus on Jesus. Jesus was the author and perfecter of our faith. He was the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. He showed us how we should do this Christian life and do this Christian thing. And Jesus fixed his eyes. Jesus fixed his eyes on on God. He was focused on giving him glory and him the praise. He did it to the point to where he was willing to be beaten, mocked, scorned, had thorns put in his head. (laughs) Man, Jesus went through a lot for us. Why? Because the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. He saw the end goal. He, He was focused on God and he saw the vision and he saw what was eternal and not temporary. So he was willing to scorn the shame. He was willing to go through the pain because he knew if he went through it for us, we will know God for ourselves. We will have what we need to to be able to please him and to be close with him and to make it into the kingdom. So you should consider him. Consider him in all situations of your life, man. In every situation of your life. So that you will not grow weary and lose heart. That's why people quit, guys. Right there. They they grow weary and they lose heart because they don't consider him. They don't focus on Jesus. They do it for the wrong reasons. They have the wrong motives. I can keep on going. But that's what happens, guys. And guys, I can't afford to do that. I can't afford to stop doing what God called me to do. I love social media. Sometimes I don't know why I do it. I don't get the likes. People don't share my content. I mean, actually, that's a lie. First of all, thank you so much 
if you message me, if you comment on all my posts, if you share my posts, if you like my posts, you are awesome. You are great. If you, especially if you're subscribed to my YouTube channel, you're watching all my videos and sharing all my videos and liking and commenting and trying to grow those ministries, man. Thank you. You, you guys have literally. There's been people constantly telling me, man, you're doing a great job just to uplift me. They keep on telling me constantly, man, like, keep on doing what God called you to do. But, you know, guys, I hear it so much. That's what's so funny. Why am I so discouraged if I hear it so much? Because it doesn't mean anything to me. I don't base my Christian life and what I'm doing based on other people's opinions. You know what I mean? I only care about what God thinks. But then, like, my flesh, too, speaks to me, too. Satan speaks to me, too. You know, the world speaks to me, too. It's like, man, like, you got the numbers. You got the subscribers and followers. But, like, where's the interaction? Where's the likes? Like, you know, my parents, like my dad, my brother, like, they don't see the value in what I do. They don't, <laughs> they don't even know who I am. Like, it's kind of like Jesus. His siblings didn't know who he, who he was. They literally came to him a few times in his ministry. It was like, man, you're embarrassing us. You're putting us, you're, you're scorning and vexing and just ruining our family by telling people you're God in the flesh, that you're the Messiah. You're the savior. Like, <laughs> you are just saying lies, Jesus. Stop embarrassing us. So I'm, Jesus even knows how we feel. That's what I was going to tell you guys, too. I'm still sharing my screen right now. Yeah, I'm sharing my screen. All right, so in Hebrews 4.15, it says, For we do not have a high priest who is unable to emphasize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are. Yet he did not sin. So Jesus knows how you feel, man. Jesus knows exactly what you're going through. He went through it himself. So if he did something and, and he practiced what he preached and he, you know, he's our leader, right? He showed us what to do. And as a leader, a good leader, you know, does what the, he wants his followers to do. You know what I mean? Or he did it already. So they set the tone. You know what I mean? That's what a preacher should do. A great preacher, <laughs> they should practice what they preach so they can show people the way and show people what they should be doing. But anyways, guys, like, yeah, man, this is the lesson, man. Like, I just wanted to help out somebody who's losing heart, who doesn't see the significance of why they do what they do. And I'm talking only, this is only for people who know the purpose, man. This is only for people who God gave you a vision, gave you a mission. And you're just like, it ain't at a good place. You know what I mean? It's at, it could be at its beginning stages. It could be at the middle. It could be at the end. It could, it's just at a stage where it's not doing what you think it should be doing. You're not getting the results that you think that you should be getting and that, that you've been grinding for. And you're actually toiling and working your butt off for, but you're not getting anything from it. You know what I mean? You're not getting the, the it, it could be a lot of reasons. You guys get what I'm saying. So yeah, however that message hits you, man. I hope I hope it just spoke to you, man. Because I hope I'm not alone. But guys, keep me in your prayers, man. Like keep me in your prayers. I just want to keep on being faithful to the call. Like to my social media pages. Like I don't have time to post, guys. I really don't. I got a lot to do. Like my work, my nine to five suffers. And I got to make money. I don't make money from this, guys. I'm not a pastor. I'm just a guy talking. 
I'm just a guy that God has equipped and been equipping for years since I was 17, really since birth. Like, because I was raised in a preacher's. If you know what it's like to be a preacher's kid, you know what I'm trying to say. Like, I was a preacher's kid. My dad's a pastor. My dad's dad's a pastor. My mom's dad's a pastor. My, all my mom's siblings are pastors for the most part. So I just been, I grew up in a church, man. Just that stayed in the church. When we have family reunions, that's all we do is have church service. That's a family, guys. Is that weird? <laughs> we have a program and everything as a family for a family reunion. And for three days, we just serve the Lord. What kind of family is that? Is that weird? Man, so like that's what I grew up in, guys. I grew up in a church. Back when I was a kid, we had to go to church four times a week, man. I was a preacher's kid. Bible study on Wednesdays, Bible studies on Fridays and Saturdays. There was always something, Easter egg hunt or something. And then Sundays. Dang, that was a lot of days for man. Church has died a little bit today, but it ain't like it was. But yeah, guys, but yeah, man, I don't get paid for this, man. I have, I just got a debt from the IRS. I owed them $10,000. Like, tell me, guys, if I don't get paid for this, <laughs> and I don't get the interaction that from the YouTube videos and the videos I do do, and the likes and the views and everything, why do I do it? Why? If I'm not getting out of it what I should be getting out of it and what I work for, like, guys, I post three times a day. And then when I do a video like this, that's four videos. I mean, that's four four things I post in one day. And it's been like that for two, three years, two or three years. I've been posting three times a day, sometimes five. I was I was doing five, but that was crazy. I couldn't keep up with that. But I always been posting three, like sometimes four. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just changed it. But like, and I mean, on every platform, I don't just post on Instagram. I post on Facebook, LinkedIn, Tumblr, uh, Twitter. And mind you, I have like five Instagram accounts. I have three Twitter accounts. I have two Facebook pages. Like I post on all of them. Like, I keep on going. Like it gets hard. It gets rough out here. You know what I'm saying? But it's not about me. It's not about how I feel. It's about getting God's word out there. It's about serving the Lord and trying to get somebody saved. You know what I mean? Like my goal is to save a gazillion, bazillion, quadrillion souls. I will not do that in a lifetime. That will happen after I die. So that's why I do what I do. You know what I'm saying? Just posting content uh, about the gospel, trying to lead somebody to Christ, like motivate them through what they're going through. You know what I'm saying? Like you guys see it. You guys know. I don't got to tell you. So like, yeah, man, like that's the goal. That's the mission. So yeah, I get this. I get discouraged when it doesn't do what it should be doing. But you guys get it, man. So let me just stop this video because I'm at well, my phone's about to die and I got to stop. But yeah, man, I hope this encourages somebody. Just keep on going, man. Not to give up. Just to, man, you got one life to live, man. What are you doing with it? You wasting it, picking in a booger, or scratching your butt and watching TV all day on day. I called you to write a book, you know? <laughs> and God called you to start a YouTube channel and talk. Like, because somebody needs the message that you're, you have to give. Your Bible attract your tribe. You're forsaking your tribe. And the people that God's called to lead to him, that only you can lead. So, man, man, yeah, man, like, that's the word for the day, man. Perseverance, endurance, man. Don't lose heart. Don't get scared. Keep on going. Keep on fighting the good fight of faith. It's a fight. It's a fight. Are you ready to fight? Are you willing to fight? Will you continue to fight? Because I'm going to keep on going, guys, till the day I die. I want you guys to remember this video because I'm still going to be posting. 
I'm still going to be <laughs> persevering through this, posting videos, whatever I can, I can do while trying to pay bills, working nine to five and stuff like that. But guys, you know, my PayPal, my Venmo, all that stuff will be in the description if you guys want to leave a donation or whatever. I just got a debt from the IRS. I was on $10,000. That's what happens when you're a freelancer and you do contracting work and you're considered owning your own business when you don't own your own business or whatever. But anyways, <laughs> talking about everybody talking about you want to be an entrepreneur. Yeah, okay. Wait, every blessing has curses too. You're going to owe the government more money and get taxed different than when you work a W-2. All right, I'm done. I'm done. Uh, what's it called? I'm done vending. All right, I'll talk to you guys later. I hope you guys enjoyed this. All right, peace out.